Hey guys, and welcome to Disney WTF, where we talk about what's the fuss about Disney. I'm Richie, and I'm here with my partner in Good Deeds, Lori, and she's a Disney lover, and I just don't get it, but somehow we figured out a way to make this relationship work. Yeah. Nice. All right. Excited for you. It's like take five <laughs> on, on the intro. Oh, that was rough. <laughs> anyway, alrighty, so headlines. Okay, so today I have two headlines that okay. really excited me. So, number one, Pandora, the world of Avatar, is finally open at Animal Kingdom. Nice. Which is super exciting. I've heard. And I can't wait to go see. We're going this Friday. But we hear that lines are two hours just to get into the land. So we'll have to see what happens when we get there. Yeah. I made fast passes for Everest at 9 in the morning anyways. So mm -hmm. if we can't get in, we'll just try later and go ride Everest. Yeah, cool. <laughs> okay. And then my second headline for today is the... Slinky Dog Dash roller coaster at Disney's Hollywood Studios, which Richie, I'm not sure if you're aware. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Okay. They are renovating Hollywood Studios okay. to add a Toy Story Land. So this oh. this ride is going to be a part of that. And now the coaster track is up and you can see an aerial view if you search for it online and it looks really, really cool. Hmm. So super excited about that. So they're going to add... A toy, uh, Toy Story Land. Uh huh. Okay, because there's one in in Tokyo's Disney Sea, right? Was it? I don't think it was it specifically Toy Story Land. Yeah, I remember seeing like a huge, like an area of it over there. Well, they have Toy Story Midway Mania. That's a ride. In where? In Tokyo Disney Sea. Oh, okay, maybe that's what it was then. Yeah. It looked like a whole area. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's it for your headlines? That's it for my headlines. Okay, cool. Those were just the two exciting things that I really wanted to talk about. So we have a couple things we're going to talk about in this episode, but the first thing I want to address is, so we posted an Instagram post uh, not too long ago uh, asking people, you know, how long they've been a Disney fanatic. And there was, it was like an overwhelming response for like with responses of these. And I was pretty fascinated to see like all the different ways that people were like started becoming fans of Disney. Mm -hmm. Um anywhere from like kids like people watching movies you know like all they saw was watching like there was one person on there that they watched movies and then uh for, for i don't know how long and then maybe they had always dreamed of going to disney and then when they were 18 they went to disney like it's just crazy that that was like a probably like a lifelong dream of theirs mm -hmm. and then they went um yeah there were people from when they were first born their family were super disney fanatics there were people oh after my honeymoon i started to become a super disney fanatic yeah. so it's it's pretty crazy that at any point in your life you can make that change yeah. which is why we're here today yeah no and then like the honeymoon thing is interesting because you know it's it's not just kids that are have been dreaming about disney or watching disney shows or going to disney with their family but people that have never even been to disney you know, just decided to go there on their honeymoon or go to Orlando on their honeymoon or, or LA, wherever, or not LA, where's it, Anaheim? Anaheim. In Anaheim, wherever. Oh my gosh, you knew where it was <laughs> on yeah. your own. So, um, breakthrough. It's just, it's crazy that, you know, that was their first, that was their first, like, falling in love with Disney, like, on their honeymoon. I don't know, it's really interesting. I yeah. was pretty overwhelmed. I agree. I mean, for me, my fanatic switch was probably when I was 18 or 19, because we always went when I was little, because we've always lived in Florida. And it was just something that we did as a family. And then mm. one time I, I went up on my own, well, with a with friend, but mm. went up there as a young adult. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. 
it's and then crazy. things just things just escalated yeah extremely well, quickly from I, there i can see that because yes because we're here <laughs> <laughs> okay so and one other thing i did want to address in terms of housekeeping so last week i did have a breakthrough from carousel of progress so last week's episode was about carousel of progress mm-hmm. and we kind of talked about the technology of of each scene was kind of showcasing the technology of the era era mm-hmm. that it was it was in and i just i don't think i connected the two but it's like tomorrowland technology i don't know i don't want to sound dim but it was a breakthrough for me i don't get what the breakthrough is well <laughs> <laughs> so each scene showcases technology of the era okay you know we've I got understand. Yeah, We've got working snap on electric lights. Yeah. yeah. But it's in Tomorrowland. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So it was just, you never made the fact that like Carousel Progress is within Tomorrowland. Well, I mean, I always knew it was. Yeah, but you didn't but think about it. Yeah, in exactly. The relationship it exactly. had with each other. Gotcha. Cool. Okay. So I'm excited about that. Nice. <laughs> so something that Richie wanted to talk about on today's episode was... Religion and okay. Disney. Okay. I'm and curious it, to know. And it's not a topic that I've researched in the past. It's just not something I really, I was super familiar with until he asked me about it. And then I was like, hmm, you know, because we always go to Disney and we see a pretty good diverse group mm-hmm. of people yeah, um, from all different backgrounds and different parts of the world. So, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to think, well, what are the religious services that are available at Disney? So the first thing I want to propose to you, when you go to the Japan Pavilion, is there anything interesting that you see? I don't remember the Japan Pavilion. Okay, so do you remember, you remember what a tori is? No, I do not. Remember, no? Well, when we were in Japan, remember when we went to the coffee shop that was by that old guy? And it was at the end of the street, and he was like, oh, he drew the picture of the tori for us. It was like, oh, this is what represents... Oh, okay. The mm-hmm. Yes, the symbol for like the... Um, the temple. Mm-hmm. Okay. So actually, in Japan, there's a large replica of a tori that you look out onto the lagoon, and it's and it's like you see a perfect picture of Spaceship Earth in the middle. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So, so in Japan, they did it. They yeah. Like incorporated. Yeah. Okay, cool. But it's one of those things you kind of just associate with Japan because it's a part of the traditional architecture, mm-hmm. but it's actually a religious, religious symbol. Thing. So it's supposed yeah. to represent entering into somewhere sacred okay so that's why you'll kind of see it before you enter into into temples Mm -hmm. and then there's also the the big pagoda in japan do you remember that no okay well there's also a big pagoda in japan which is supposed to be a symbol well it's it's represented a lot in in buddhist temples okay so it's part of the traditional architecture there so i mean two things right there that are just built in to Epcot that are technically religious in nature. Yeah. You know, but obviously there's no religious practices or services that are held there. Nothing super traditional. It's more of just a representation. Yeah. But I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. So what about, so that makes sense to have the religious aspects in Epcot because it's showcasing, you know, those countries Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But what about, like in Magic Kingdom or mm-hmm. like in, in, in what about like the origins of maybe Walt Disney and like and maybe any of his like beliefs or or any like religious like that he like introduced using religion or he somehow 
talked about religion in one way or another within like his creations of Disney. Has that has is there anything like that? That not that not that I came up with in my research. Okay. So I was more thinking present day, like what's available. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You know, because I feel like that's almost more I don't know. To me that's more more of what's relevant. Gotcha. So what else did you find? So Actually, also in World Showcase, mm-hmm. which now I don't even know if this is what you were getting at when you asked me this question, <laughs> okay. there's something called a stave church. So it's literally a replica of a wooden church that was built in like the 1000s. Okay. Like Where way, way, way in Norway. Okay. Way, way, way old. Um, and it's a traditional wooden church. It's not It's not an active church in Disney, oh, okay. you know, again. It but just looks like it? Yeah, so it's more of a, a gallery museum. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if they have like a praying area. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I did come across some information about guest services. If you do find the need to, well, if, if you practice prayer and mm-hmm. you need to practice prayer in, in the middle of a park, you can go to guest services and they can direct you to different areas oh, cool. that might be appropriate. That's interesting. So, I mean, it seems like they're super accommodating. Yeah. I don't know what the offerings are, what they tell you, if, if they're actually okay for what, what you would need to use them for, the spaces, but mm-hmm. um, it seems like they're pretty accommodating towards what you want. Nice. Okay, cool. You know, something that's always confused me, I just, it's, I'm always curious about this whenever I go to the park, at least in the past few years. So have you ever seen the, the, the planes that fly over that put religious messages yeah. in the sky? Well, I've always wondered, because you never really see planes flying that low in Disney, so I researched it, and it turns out that from September 11th, Disney was actually a no-fly zone, at least Magic Kingdom was. So you couldn't fly three less than 3,000 feet above Disney, so Disney or Magic Kingdom. So Magic Kingdom is a no-fly zone. Well, up until last year, it was. But I remember always seeing these planes like way before last year when it ended. And fun fact, the reason why it ended was because Disney wanted to incorporate drones into their entertainment. But that's wow. besides the point. So so Disney, well, that's a fun fact. So that means Disney's going to start using drones, probably. They're going to use like the technology probably from the Super Bowl when they use the drone to make the Pepsi thing. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to use that like in their fireworks show. Watch, I bet you. You know what's funny? They did say fireworks show. It's, it's a clear win. Like you, you, you're going to be able, they're going to be able to map out you know, Mickey and like a whole animation using drones in the air. Mm-hmm. That's like coming. You're That's getting coming. off topic though. Sorry. <laughs> drones. So what I'm trying to say is that the, I mean, these planes could still fly that low, even though it was a no fly zone and Disney has the power to make them not fly. So I'm wondering if they're somehow connected to the Disney company or, you know, something like that, Yeah. which is interesting. It is interesting. So, but yeah. So, interesting fun facts about religion, and uh, so the next thing I wanted to know about was fun facts. okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> so on Christmas and Easter, they do have Catholic and Protestant services that are held in resorts. Okay, in the resorts, like yeah. in the hotels. Yeah. Okay. So they do. I mean, they. It seems like they're somewhat accommodating. Okay, cool. Yeah. What else? No, that's it. That's all the fun facts. I have a few more, but I, I think that you're ready to move on. Okay, so the other the other topic that we wanted to talk about was 
the comparison of like traffic and busyness levels of all the parks? What what did you what did you find? So the top three most busy theme parks in the whole world. Number one, Magic Kingdom. Okay. Number two, Disneyland in California. Number three, Tokyo Disneyland. Okay. Yeah. And like, how did it compare? Did you, what, what, were there any sort of, like, how did they, how did they measure that? Well, by attendance. By attendance. Yeah. Okay. So cool. here are the exact numbers. Magic Kingdom, 20.5 million. Disneyland, 18.3 million. And this is in a year. Tokyo Disneyland, 16.6 million. So that's the revenue. That no. Made. Oh, no. Million, or million people. Visitors. Oh, visitors. Oh, shoot. If, okay. if they made that much, do you think they would be able to do yeah, all that they I could guess, do? I guess they'd have that's, to make That's billions. not much. You're if... right. <laughs> I'd like to know how much, they, like, how much they make in comparison. I guess we'll, we'll be able... Maybe we can find that out later for next episode. Well, the crazy thing... Well, maybe you can. The crazy thing, the, the top nine parks visited in the, in the world, only one of them is not a Disney park. Wait, what? So the top nine most visited theme parks in the world, only one of them, which is number four, uh-huh. Universal Studios. In Orlando. California. Oh, okay. <laughs> is not a Disney park. Wow. So that means they hold the top nine positions, top, well, eight of the top nine positions. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, Disney's a boss. They're a boss of the theme park world. Yeah. Nice. I feel like you're finally getting it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then more to go on, they hold, let's see, (laughs) this is so crazy, Um, number 11, so let's see, nine of the top 11 most visited parks are Disney. I don't know. It's just, it's pretty amazing. That is pretty amazing. That they have such a reach on the world. But then you kind of figure... On the world. Yeah. Like, not just like... America, yeah, the world. Exactly. It's so crazy. I mean it's it's interesting to, to see those types of numbers, but cool. All right. Well, I think I think we've we've exhausted all of our all of our fun topics that we wanted to bring to you guys today. Right? I think so. Did you have any more? Okay. No, I think that's it. Okay, good. <laughs> so I wanna thank everybody for listening. I just hit our stormtrooper. I just want to thank everybody for listening, and we really hope you have a super magical day. Bye.